3: And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. You know, I've been reflecting back on the year, and we've had a few events uh, in the real estate space uh, take place recently. I'll I'll bring those up briefly here in a moment, but uh, it's given me pause to reflect on a number of things. And among other things, I was just glancing back at the start of the year, and I did a show, this was back in January, early January. Um... And you know, if you want to catch any of the prior shows, if you're just now tuning in for the first time, we do archive those at the Lifestyles Unlimited website. Just go to lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a radio tab there and you can find my shows, Del Walmsley's shows, all the other host shows out there as well. But back in January, right start of the year, fresh on my mind, fresh on your mind, I'm sure as well. A lot of people are setting or, or have those New Year's resolutions. Well, we talked more specifically to goal setting. So The show back then was around setting goals, specifically with a focus on real estate investing. Again, if you're new to the show, this program is devoted to the real estate investor, helping you get your mindset in the proper place to become a real estate investor, maybe talk about operational things here and there, uh, what's going on at Lifestyles Unlimited. And If you're not familiar with Lifestyles Unlimited, we are an education and mentoring group. And Lifestyles is focused on giving you the education you need to be a single-family investor, buying those single-family rental houses, as well as an apartment investor. And before I became a member, I had no idea that I could invest in apartments. And that's one of the events that we just had is our first passive investment, meaning we put money in, did nothing more than that, collect some proceeds here and there. But our first passive investment just went full cycle and sold. Now, I'm still waiting on the final numbers on that because uh, it literally just closed, uh, but I'll, I'll come back to you with some more information there. So that's what that was one of our goals, right, uh, to, to invest more, um, and we talked about that at the start of the year. And what I want to do now is check back in with you on this topic of goal setting since we are approaching the middle of the year. I'm a little bit ahead of myself. We're not quite to the end of Q2, but given these events and, and my just general personal reflection, I said, hey, let's let's go and talk about these now. And if you think back to that show in January, we talked a little bit back then about inflation. It was, you know, we, we kept hearing the transitory story. We kept hearing that constantly, transitory. Well, we've, we've since gone on to realize it's not transitory, and it's getting bigger and bigger and worse and worse. So if you look at where inflation has gone since I last did that show... Uh, again about six months now five and a half or so i'm going to ask you the same question now that i asked you then could you use more cash flow in your pocket every month especially with the 8.3 8.5 percent inflation that we have seen it's a serious question what if you could put an extra 300 400 maybe 500 dollars a month into your pocket you can do that just buy one single family house we'll talk about that another question i asked you know maybe you have kids i have a five-year-old and are you worrying about their future as you watch the development going on around us? Well, what if you could work on building significant wealth for those kids, or maybe your grandkids, or your, your family, wh- whoever that is? Well, you can do that through real estate investing as well. Now, we talked again in, in, in January about goal setting, so we're coming up on the middle of the year. How have you been performing to your goals? Did you set any goals? If so, what kind, and more importantly, maybe, did you write them down? Have you been reviewing them? Have you stayed focused? Six months on, and I see this. I experience this as well. It's very easy to get distracted. So I'm going to tell you where we're at. And I want to use one one example of one of our goals to kind of frame out how I hope that you set yours... And if you didn't, now's a great time to go back and revise that put those put that pencil to paper because it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to lose focus. If you don't have a roadmap, we talk about the roadmap to financial freedom on this show and at Lifestyles Unlimited. We have that map in our hands. We can get you to retirement. Real estate retired in five years or less, but it does take some focus. It does take uh, some granular steps that you have to that you have to follow. and and we know that we've my wife and I, we've been doing this for a little over 10 years now and we understand that. So we set concrete goals, we set sub goals, et etc. And the point I want to make right now is when you're sitting down and doing this goal setting, you need to think in in a certain framework. I find it helpful to think in terms of what is called a smart goal. and smart is is an acronym and that stands for specific measurable, Attainable or or achievable perhaps relevant and time bound and and just to take one of our goals one of our goals is to uh, Buy one single family rental house per quarter this year. So that's specific That's specific our specific investment criteria per house, right that naturally Factors in there as well. There are other more other details that flow into that But let's keep it upper level for now. That's the specific part one house That's what we want to buy is that measurable? Again, thinking about that acronym. Yeah, either we did it or we didn't. Yeah, we've bought one so far. In fact, we just closed on the second one. So one house per quarter was our goal for the year. We're meeting that. It's measurable. Check and check. Specific, measurable, attainable. Is that something attainable for us? Yes. Uh, Again, we've been doing this for 10 years. We have a great organization at our side. And, you know, just based on our knowledge that we've gleaned and everything we've learned as members at Lifestyles Unlimited, that knowledge base, that experience, our network, now our finances, yeah. Is that attainable, achievable? Very much so. Is it relevant? Yes, it helps us continue on our path towards building greater cash flow. That's one of our longer-term goals. And as well, creating equity and enjoying some tax advantages. So that is very much relevant. Time-bound, smart? Last last letter in there, time bound. Yeah, one per quarter. We've hit it twice now. Smart goal. So stick around. And when we come back, I want to tell you where we're at overall and get back into where you are right now as well. So let's talk about that. Lifestyles
2: Unlimited's real estate investor radio show continues in moments.
4: What would you say to women out there, Kelly, if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work. I know I can't go up any further. There's there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss?
0: Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy you know to be able to get out of that mold people know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say oh you're a woman i'm not going to invest with you i'm going to go over here there's no real gender there are you ready to be part of a world where there are no glass ceilings no gender bias no limits start like award-winning real estate investor kelly did with the online free workshop register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com
5: Del Lumsley on the economy and politics.
4: What happens if the economy turns around and goes back down now the Democrats are in power or inflation becomes rampant and all of a sudden it becomes very difficult to do business? I was listening to an economist the other day and he pulled out this chart of GDP. He said, look, here's what I want you to do. He said, tell me anywhere from 1950 to 2021 where the Democrats took power and where the Republicans took power. He said, point it out for me and the truth that matters, you can't tell.
5: If you're sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what the politicians are going to do or waiting to see what the economy's going to do, if you're trying to predict the future, stop politicians and the economy have no bearing on your success or failure only you do register for the next live online free workshop we'll unfold the map to retirement in five years or less regardless of what's going on in the world it's the same proven strategies we've been using for 30 years through every political party and economic cycle you can think of register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com
0: call from mom answer it call silenced
5: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Back to your map to financial freedom. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate
3: Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, send me an email to askandy at luinc dot com. Again, askandy at luinc. Dot com and we're reflecting now on the start of the year. We we I did a show at uh, early maybe mid January uh, on the topic of goals uh, around real estate investing specifically. Yeah, we've got other goals, you know, fitness goals, goals around uh, our, our child's development, the homeschooling. By the way, if you've heard me talk about that, it has begun. It's a battle right now, so we're having to duck our heads down and focus on those goals and and keep our longer term plans in mind. And and you may have longer term plans. I was looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the the Facebook group that uh, is online for specifically for the preferred investor group. And the preferred investor group is a group that is focused on uh, apartment investing specifically. And somebody had shared a uh, just a note saying that being real estate retired allows my husband and I to take ten trips with our kids this summer. Ten trips. So that's their reason for for doing this real estate investing thing, creating passive income, getting real estate retired to buy back their time and to be able to do those things with their family. That might be your your that may be your overarching reason, your overarching goal that fuels why You buy or invest in residential real estate right there. It's helpful to know that reason, that overarching target. Um, And then real estate is really the, the tool that gets us to that early retirement to to buy back our time to attain financial freedom so that you can go on those 10 trips or I can have the time to to start to homeschool. Uh, my little guy, and uh, go to battle <laughs> every morning, uh, as, as it were. It was a rough one this morning, but we'll, we'll get through it. But for us as real estate investors, it does begin by setting goals around our investing targets. And we talked about that in, in January. You, you might choose to do single family. You might choose to do multifamily apartment investing. There are reasons why you might choose one or the other. We'll get into that a little bit here uh, later in the show. But for now, I wanna be sure that you've actually taken the time and sat down, I hope you did this in January, sat down and penciled out your goals because it, it, it's it's your lodestone. That is your map for the, the shorter or near-term, midterm, maybe even long-term. Right, that, that, that depends on you. And when you do that, as we were talking about in the prior segment, they need to be, you, you should use a particular framework when you set these goals. Simply just writing down, buy a rental house. Eh, that doesn't really tell me a lot. Is that now? Is that in the next week? Is that in the next 10 years? You you, you need to be specific. Maybe, and in our specifics, we didn't get into this just now, but we have certain investing criteria. We want to see a certain cash on cash return. We want to see a certain equity capture. We have a certain footprint to that house, three bed, two bath, commonly. You know, we deviate on, on occasion depending on the market where we're buying because markets in Tennessee may be different than Georgia, may be different than Texas. Uh, so there is some variety there, but we have certain overarching investment goals in terms of the returns that we are targeting. We're very specific, we, we can get into that detail. My specific goal that I mentioned to you is buy one single family rental house per quarter. Well, here we are coming up to the end of Q2, and we've closed on two. So we're right on target, we'll keep keep working towards the next ones, three three, and four. Um, so that's specific. Is it measurable? Yeah, check, check, done. Is it attainable? Again, based on on, on our knowledge, everything we've done as members at Lifestyles Unlimited, we're always going to seminars, always going to case studies, always networking, always learning from from other investors, and that helps make this sort of thing very much achievable. Very much attainable. Um, relevant, of course, we talked about the, the investor that just shared, hey, 10 trips this summer. You know, Is this relevant to getting you to that place? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, this is the important part to my earlier example. I want to buy a rental house. It needs to be time bound. When is this going to occur? And, and make that realistic and attainable. In the next two years, come on. Pull that forward. You can do that in the next two months if not sooner, if not sooner, I see people join Lifestyles Unlimited all the time that really take action. They go to the two day, the financial freedom seminar on day one, we, we talk about investing in single family houses. It's eight hours, eight hour day spent talking about investing in houses, uh, some mindset, uh, type topics as well, of course, to get you in the, in the right framework. And then day two, talking about apartments, but people come away from that two day seminar, bam, ready to go. And they go and they pick up that house, not in two years, But maybe in two weeks, two months, very, very, very quickly. So whatever goal you're setting, this is extremely important, is give yourself a deadline to work towards. Make it time-bound. So we've got the houses. Check, check. Our other goal that I mentioned in January is around passive investing. And our goal was to get into two passive investments this year. And a passive investment in multifamily means I'm reviewing the investment opportunity that a syndicator or what we call lifestyles, a lead investor puts together. They're the project manager that finds the apartment community, develops the business plan, lets us know what that business plan is. We decide, Hey, again, to investing criteria, does that meet my goals in terms of returns? Are they going to hold it for one year, three years, five years? Does that meet my goals? Is the, capital gain on the back end does that meet my goals right we, we review all of this and our goal for the year was to get into two of those as passive investors meaning we just put our money in and we sit back and wait well, we got in one very early already in january that one's closed and we just subscribed to our second one so again measurable check and check so we're moving quite we're moving along our other goal is to to, to buy our own small community independent rental owner we call that iro here we are still working. Well, we did have an offer out. We pulled that offer after closer scrutiny, but we're starting to make those moves. And we have very concrete goals around steps that we need to take. You know, one, one, The overarching goal is find that apartment community that we can take down on our own. It's gonna be smaller. But to get there, what do we have to do? Well, there's the education. We've gone through all of that. There's a lot of education available to us as members to take us in the right direction, to prepare us to go through feasibility on apartments, to find that apartment, to, to, to learn how to talk to uh, brokers, multifamily brokers out there, to do everything we need to do to get into that investment. And we've worked through that. So we'll continue down that path. That's an open item. That's an open item. Now, one question I do get, and I have gotten, is why are you still investing in houses? You, you know, If I've listened to Del Walmsley on his show, he, he he's focused on apartments now. He gave up his houses long ago. For us personally, and this is where you need to understand your goals, especially as you have a conversation with another investor, understand their goals may be different than yours. When they tell you all this cool stuff they're doing, and it's cool stuff, keep in mind that is working towards their goals, which may be different than yours. So why both houses and apartments? I like the houses because they throw off pretty much immediate cash flow. We may have to take a month or two to renovate those and stabilize them. Um, but it's pretty much, I call that immediate. We're, we're, we're creating that cash flow, that four or $500 that we want to add every with every investment, which again, helps us in the face of inflation. So we get immediate cash flow with the houses, whereas we're focused on apartment investments that are helping us build wealth, that have that capital gain on the back end. That one investment that I told you about, the ru- the rough estimate right now, we'll, we'll see the final numbers, is that we've doubled our money in about 15 months. That's a 100% return on our investment in about 15 months. I'll take that. That is wealth building right there. So that's where we are right now. Where are you? Where are you? Let's get back to those smart goals and your smart goals when we come back.
2: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting, stop
4: sitting around, stop procrastinating. This is your time, make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining
0: next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com
5: Dell Wamsley's Real Estate Investing
4: Worst Case Scenario Let's say the Democrats took away all tax deductions away from real estate like Ronald Reagan did in 1986. In 1986, we had stock market crash, a real estate value crash. The world came to an end for three months. Why? Because he took the value away from owning real estate for people who used it as a tax break. People like myself, who got started at 87, go, you know, you can really buy this stuff cheap right now. In fact, I can buy it so cheap, I can rent it and make a 20% return. Cap rates were 20%. I buy a building and I made 20% of my money without leverage. If I put leverage on it, I made 30 or 40% return. Ungodly returns. Right now you can earn less than 1% on a savings account. So do you think I hope that happens again? Yes, I do. In 2008 when the world crashed and cratered, I bought real estate 50 cents on the dollar. Said, well, what happened to the stuff you already owned? I kept it. It stayed full. We rented it. We made money.
5: Don't let the fear of losing money hold you back from making money. Join us for the next live online free workshop Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
2: Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host.
3: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and we're reviewing our goals for the year today. I've reviewed some of mine with you just to give you some concrete examples. We did a show oh back mid, mid-January of this year um, where we talked about setting those goals. And a very, very important part of goal-setting is then coming back and reviewing those regularly. And that's a question for you. Number one, did you set SMART goals? And again, SMART is an acronym. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Good framework to help you to lay those out. Create some accountability for yourself. If you need additional accountability, get an accountability partner. Share those goals in essence. So did you say, you are my accountability partner. I shared my goals with you. So I'm very much aware. I got to hit these things. I got to hit these things. So what did you do? Did you set those goals? Did you share them with your partner, your accountability person? Maybe that's your spouse, your best friend, your your peer group online somewhere. Did you write them down? And very, very important. Have you gone back and reviewed them regularly? If you haven't, do it now. Do it now. Here we are coming up on the middle of the year. Can you, can you revise those? Yeah, of course you can. Situations change. Your, your circumstances may change. You can, of course, revise. You know, and my wife and I we have constant conversations because we love to do that RV travel to the post I was reading just a minute ago, the preferred investor that's making 10 trips with their family this year thanks to their the freedom that they've attained through real estate investing. We're always trying to balance the the, the travel, the, the the long-term travel in the RV bunker versus being here to to continue to invest. And sometimes we say, hmm, maybe that IRA is not the way to go. Maybe we need to just take that cash and just plop it down into as many of those passive investments as we can. So we are always in discussion and we're always reviewing. And again, if you're not actively measuring, right, you you set the SMART goals. The M in SMART is measurable. If you're not actively measuring, reviewing, adjusting, how are you going to attain that goal? So when it came to the goals that you set at the start of the year and if you didn't, you can do that right now. It's never too late. Did you set any around real estate investing? Was it around buying a rental house or investing in apartments? Are you still struggling with the direction you want to go? I'm going to give you one resource that can really help you with that. And that's our free workshop. If you go to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the free workshop button. It's about an hour and a half of your time. It's purely virtual. So you can do that from the comfort of your home, and we have a few folks that do that live, so it's not a pre-recorded seminar. It's a live uh, presentation, and you can ask questions. You can chat uh, with the folks there uh, during the presentation and maybe maybe fine-tune your, your, your research. But if you are struggling with direction, that's a good place to start because they will go into investing in houses and investing in apartments. And you have to remember, and they'll talk about this at the free workshop. We make our money five different ways with real estate, and I told you already. Why are we doing both houses still, the the webs? Why are we still doing houses and apartments? Well, we like the cash flow on houses. It's pretty much immediate, two hundred to five hundred, maybe six hundred dollars a month net that we attain, averaging averaging around four hundred dollars here in Texas. But it's it's pretty much darn immediate, or close to it on on houses. With apartments, it may take a little bit longer. Um, to get to that cash flow. Why is that? Well, think about a house. Uh, You know, last one we bought was 1,100 square feet. Very small, three bed, two bath, one car garage. It it doesn't take a lot of time to stabilize that size of property. What do I mean by stabilize? Renovate it. Get it rent ready. Get it it up to market where I really want it to, to create the value and to create the cash flow, the rent, to attain that market rent that I want to attain. With apartments, say you get into 100 we got in most recently the subscription was to 120 apartment units is that going to happen overnight no of course not it's going to take a business plan and it could take some time to get as many of those units turned as the business plan projects some of those units may have already been rehabbed renovated by the current owner leaving let's say 50 or 60 or 80 i don't know what the current one is but Maybe maybe the current or the new owner is going to take over and do half of those, and then leave a little meat on the bone for the next investor. That happens all the time, so it may not be turning the whole thing, turning that whole ship. But it can take a while to get to that cash flow. This goes back to goals as well. And I had a conversation literally just yesterday with an investor that was asking me about the types of returns on the investments that I'm looking at and here too I immediately came to the topic of goals because a lot of what we're investing in may be different than what what she wants to invest in she has different goals she's younger has a longer time horizon no kids right so in a different spot so what you want to invest in may be different and you may not even be looking for cash flow I know a lot of younger investors, Millennials, Katie I had on the show a year and a half or so ago who talked about investing passively with capital gains in mind, not even looking at cash flow, trying to build that wealth. And there may be investments that take 12 to 24 months to stabilize to where it even kicks off any cash flow. But boy, the capital gain on the back end will be massive. Now, I will tell you the last investment that we did sign on and, and subscribe into that closed about... I don't know, about six, seven months ago, late in, in the prior year. Projection was for much later distribution of cash flow. We were presently surprised they pulled that forward. They, they were performing so well. The cash flow is coming in higher than projected, faster than projected, so boom, here's a distribution. So often I find that the lead investors are, they're conservative. They're conservative. If I like the business plan, they may, they, may, they may perform ahead of that. No guarantees. But so far, I've been pleasantly surprised. So we, you know, when you're looking at it, when you're asking yourself the question, houses or, or apartments, remember the cash flow in houses will be typically a little bit quicker. Equity capture. Remember, we make our money five ways. It's not always just the cash flow, and equity capture can be a tremendous thing, both with houses and apartments. You know, if you're buying it right. You're buying an asset that needs some work, you're getting it at a discount, you're renovating it, you're stabilizing it, you're repositioning it, if you think in terms of apartments, Um, you create some equity, which is a really nice buffer. And if you are one of those folks out there that is worried about a potential recession or whatever else may may be coming, that buffer is a cushion. And we do see this with both houses. And apartments, now if you are targeting wealth building, to my earlier statement at the opening of the show, to create wealth for your kids or your grandkids or whoever you're, you're building that, 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 that nest egg for, higher investment amounts in apartments can mean absolute, higher absolute returns. If I'm buying a $150,000 house compared to a $15 million apartment community, obviously the the, the, the numbers in absolute terms are just that much bigger. That much bigger. And when I say buying a $15 million apartment community, that does not mean we're ponying up as a collective group $15 million. We're using leverage. It's a much smaller number. Our returns are much higher, of course, as a result of that. Um, and that's really how we get to pretty big capital gains on, on the back end. So again, thinking about how we make our money, this this should drive some of your your questions and some of your your goals as you think about your situation. Do I need cash or do I want to build wealth? Those are the two big pieces right there at the front end, cash flow or equity equity capture. But throughout the hold period, and this is true both with houses and departments, we're gonna see equity buildup. Like I just said, we're putting leverage onto these properties. And our residents are paying that mortgage for us. And every month, we see that equity tick a little bit higher. It's very quiet. It's very quiet and it works in the background. But at the end, we, we gain some equity through that. And what we've really been seeing lately that has really pushed up equity is appreciation and again here too this rings true of houses or apartments it's icing on the cake nothing that we necessarily plan for in our numbers Um, but we have been seeing that in both houses and apartments. will it start to moderate some it does seem that it is more likely in apartments that we'll see some uh some correction perhaps than in houses houses may may flatten some in terms of, of prices but Boy, are they gonna drop precipitously? Unlikely. The demand is still there. And you have to remember when you're reading articles out there that when they talk about a slower rate of price growth, remember, that is still a growth in the prices. It's not a decline. It's a decline in the rate of, excel, of, of growth, but not a decline in the prices. So we'll continue to see some appreciation, I believe. We're heading to our final break. When we come back, I want to tell you something about apartments that is unique to apartments that can really help you build wealth. So stick around. Lifestyles Unlimited's
2: real estate investor radio show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Successful
5: Lifestyles Unlimited member retires in 10 months. The hardest part for me was to drop off my son, go to a job that I absolutely hated for five years, but know that that was a sacrifice that I needed to make, and then only be able to get to spend two hours with him after school before he had to go back to bed. So that's why once we started and we joined Lifestyles, we said, okay, we have a roadmap. We know what we're gonna do. And then a month later, we find out we're pregnant with baby number two, and we're like, okay, we gotta kick it up a notch. So that's how we were able to Purchased four different properties and um, replaced in 10 months, months replaced my income in 10 months so that whenever I finished maternity leave, I
1: didn't have to go back to work.
4: I think a, I think a couple weeks before she baby came out is when we closed on a fourplex and that was enough for her not to have to go back to work. Are
5: you ready for your roadmap to real estate retirement? Attend the online free workshop just like Carolina did. Register LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
4: We went from... 100% live to 100% virtual. And you know, the funny thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events.
0: The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com we sold one of my wife's properties and actually did a 1031 exchange and we bought three brand new builds in Fort Worth. Um, so right now, collectively, we have three of her inherited properties and then three properties in Fort Worth that we've done through Lifestyles.
1: And you turn one property into three, tripling your cash flow. Exactly. Yep. Well done.
5: Learn to increase your cash flow. Register for the workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Talk thirteen
4: seventy, the right choice.
2: Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
3: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. Questions? Send me an email. Ask Andy at lu. INC.com. And we're circling back on an earlier show from the year, from the start of the year, talking about goal setting, SMART goals. Again, that acronym means specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. That's a framework you should use when you're setting these goals. You should write them down. Feel free to share them with people. That holds you a little bit, creates a little bit more accountability, a little more visibility, so that if you forget or eh, lose sight, Somebody might hold you responsible, keep you going, light a fire under your rear end. So whether those goals revolve around buying a single family rental house, just one buying 10, you can do that too, or investing passively as an investor in multifamily apartment communities, or maybe being a lead investor or an IRO, an independent owner, somebody that buys their own apartment community, you pick, and we're talking through right now. The, the benefits and the ways that we make our money with these investments, and a lot of them are parallel. What I can make on a house, I can make on an apartment. Cash flow I get from a house, and I want an apartment that's going to cash flow as well. The delivery of that cash, that, that, that income, might differ. Right, A house is a smaller entity, a smaller thing that I can turn much faster, and that cash flow will be kicking off in just in a couple of months. Whereas an apartment may take much longer, and that depends on the apartment investment. Without getting into a lot of details, there are types of apartment investments that do throw off cash flow pretty much immediately. They're already stabilized. You're just buying the cash flow, you're buying the business. Commonly, we're looking at investments that have some upward opportunity, some some upside, and we create capital gain through that. And that's one of the things that I want to get to now. One of the ways that we make our money in apartment investing that we do not have available to us as single family investors and we call that forced appreciation forced appreciation and what we're doing is going in there there are 30 different ways that you can change your net operating income in an apartment investment and the value of that investment is simply put it's driven by that net operating income if i can increase that net operating income i increase the value and it's not one-to-one especially if i have leverage on that property we're really able to to drive up our our returns by forcing appreciation, and we do that simply by improving the business. That may be physical improvements. This most recent opportunity I'm getting into, they're going to do some exterior work, right? Touch up the paint, redo the paint, new signage, probably rebrand it, improve some of the amenities that are out, outside, you know, a p- pool, dog park, whatever's on site, or whatever they can add. An interior, physical improvement, simply upgrading. Sometimes the apartments that we're investing in, sure, they may have been built in the 80s and have really good bones, but they haven't been updated since the 80s. They're still wearing that old 80, 80s coat and shoes and hat. Well, let's go in and let's dress that thing up. Take those old Formica countertops. I looked at an 80s investment. We actually had an offer out on one where they still had, hadn't seen it in a while, they still had the, the old... Uh, Avocado green appliances and sinks. I guess this was a 70s build come to think of it Um, So that's one of the things we go in and and update Stainless steel get away from those ratty formica countertops. Go ahead and go in with granite if the market supports it All right That's some of the physical stuff that we address and that allows us to increase the rents to market or, or maybe even drive the market and of course just simple operations especially when it comes to a lot of mom and pop operators out there, they may not be keeping rents with market because they're afraid that if I increase the rents, the renters may leave. If you've looked around in this market and you're not caught up to market rents, you're not operating. Well, the demand is there. So if you are an apartment investor now, think about that, get those rents up. Other things we may focus on expenses. So there are a lot of different places where we can pull on those levers, 30 of them, and drive more revenue to the bottom line. That's called net operating income, and that drives up the value. Apartments are valued as a business. Houses are valued based on comparable sales. The value of my house is dependent dependent on the, 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 the sales prices of similar product around me. Not true of apartments. It's driven by the cash flow. Tremendous opportunity, tremendous upside opportunity there. That's why I'm very eager to see the final numbers on our first apartment investment that we entered as passives, my wife and I. We know it's about a hundred percent. There was very little cash flow on this thing. It was a lift to drive this forced appreciation. So that's how we make our money and finally with both houses and apartments, we have tremendous tax advantages. You know, these and, and if you think about the current interest rate environment the fact that those are going up and may eat a little bit into cash flow potentially and so on These don't change the tax advantages are going to be there and in fact As the interest rates go up and maybe your mortgage is a little bit higher on a given property Well, you expense that mortgage interest as part of your cost of doing business So that's going to be a big advantage to you as well so to you coming back to you and thinking about cash flow And thinking about building wealth and what we just talked about, the five or even six ways that we make money, this is what you need to do. If you didn't do it at the start of the year, do it now. What are your goals? What are your goals? Is it creating cash flow? Is it building wealth? Maybe a little of both. So if you haven't said any, you know, again, just off the cuff right now, what would, ask yourself the question, in the face of ongoing events right now, and maybe looking a little bit farther down the road, what would most improve your life? Is it, is it creating that cash flow so you can do like the person that posted and go on 10 vacations in short order because you've bought back your time and exited that job you hate? Well, focus on cash flow. Or is it just creating some extra cash flow so you can clear a few debts or better stomach that trip to the fuel pump? Or is it building wealth? Building wealth for your kids, for your grandkids, for the next generation or whoever that may be, generational wealth. Focus there. That's, that's your starting point. And then start to dial down. Start to dial down and determine, is it apartments? Is it houses? What is my capital? What is my starting point? This is a great time to go to a place like Lifestyles Unlimited because they will help you steer. They will help you find the, the best direction for you. When we joined, we sat down with a mentor, talked about our goals, our immediate need, our immediate need was cash flow to get my wife out of a job that was destroying her. So we went the house route to my point earlier, they create cash much, much faster. We got her out in three years. So figure out which direction you need to go and and, and go down that path. And now what you're going to need to do, let's just take, let's just take buying that first rental property as an example. Well, you need to sit down and put some concrete smart goals on paper around that. If you haven't done that already again, I know i said this a couple times, but I'm going to repeat it because the framework is very strong and very helpful. Smart is specific. You need to have a specific goal. What are you buying? What location? Geography? What kind of returns on that house do you want to see? 8%? It's a good number. 10%, 12 15%. is that cash on cash return? What kind of equity buffer? What kind of equity capture? We just talked about the ways we make money. Let's put those to work now. What kind of equity capture do I need to see on that house? Do I want to? does it need to be 50%, 50/50? Does it need to be 100%? Meaning if if my cash out of pocket into the thing is 30k, I need to have 60k in equity when I'm done stabilizing it. What is that number? Does it need to be in town where I sit, whether that's Dallas or Phoenix or Houston or Atlanta, or can it be across state lines I talked to an investor had an interview with an investor Jacob just a week or so ago and he's in my neighborhood I'm in Dallas Fort Worth he's in the area and his first, his first uh, rental house was in the area but his second one was very very far away down towards Houston his third one was very very far away even farther south of Houston and I asked him the question have you thought about maybe crossing into Tennessee or, or Georgia because I'm seeing great numbers there he said yeah absolutely they're very comfortable at this point with those distant investments and whether it's from Dallas to Houston or Dallas to Atlanta, it doesn't matter at this point. So think about that in terms of location. And then start to build some goals around education. I made this point earlier. When I think about smart goals, the A is or the, 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 a is attainable. And for us as investors, what we do is attainable because of the education that we've gotten, because we've gone to that two day financial freedom seminar several times because we have mentors around us that can guide us. And when you become a member at lifestyles Unlimited, you can enjoy the help of those mentors as well. We have very experienced single family mentors, if that's your focus, and we have very experienced multi mentors mentors as well. I sat down with one of those multi-family mentors just this prior week. I forget the exact number, but it blew my mind. He's been an investor for a, a, a good while now, but he's he's already on his 14th investment as, as, as a, an apartment investor, doing a lot of these by himself. So great mentor, great person to have at my side. Like we said, determine your buying criteria. Very important. Um, you don't want to go out and buy something just to buy it. You need to buy something that does fit your goals, so spend a little bit of time there and get out and network. Come out to one of our case studies. If you want to learn more, send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. I can tell you where we have the case studies. You can find those on Facebook if you follow us there or subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do broadcast those live, but it's a great time and a great place to network by going out, and then you can ask other investors, what are you seeing? What are your criteria if you're not sure? Just talk to people. Just talk to people. I think that's the biggest, biggest thing. And you'll eventually meet sources. I'm actually, after the show, I'm headed out to go to a property to look at. Met a guy years ago. Well, He reached out. Has a house to sell. Well, I'm going to go look at it. May buy it. Get us in line for Q3. Check. Check that box. I want you to check the box. You got to set those goals first. So get out there and do that. I thank you for listening. Have a great day.
2: The